Welcome to the Ignatius Press Podcast. I'm Mark Brumley. I hope you enjoy the discussion in this episode. For more information about Ignatius Press, check out our website at ignatius.com. Today I'm talking with Dr. Ben Akers, who is the Executive Director of FORMED, and we're going to be informed by Dr. Akers about FORMED today. Welcome to the discussion, Dr. Akers. Uh, thanks for having me, Mark. I'm excited. This is my first time on Facebook. so. Well, very good. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about, first of all, tell us about yourself. Sure. Yeah, so I'm, I'm blessed. I'm actually, my training is in theology, and my doctorate is as an STD, a sacred theology doctorate, from the Angelicum in Rome, the Dominican school. And I wrote my dissertation on St. Augustine and in the area of dogmatic theology. And so it is kind of strange that now I'm in charge of a digital streaming platform. <laughs> so I'm coming from the Augustine Institute Graduate School of Theology, having served there for six years. And then just about a year ago, I came over to, to work with Formed as, long, as well as teach at the graduate school. So you're doing both. You're continuing to teach and you're also working. We, we don't ask for much. We just ask for more. In charge of the, the basketball. I guess you, you, get, you, get, you, you get some sleep occasionally, I suppose. Well, I have five young kids at home. I've been blessed with that. So they, they're not all great sleepers. So I, do get, I get to sleep every once in a while. Tell us about form. What is form for those who haven't seen the advertisements or actually haven't uh, joined up to form? Sure. So form.org is a digital platform that has about 5,000 pieces of content on it. It has movies, it has ebooks, it has audiobooks, it has uh, parish programs that you might use for baptismal prep or sacrament you know, other sacramental prep programs. It's it's a huge collection of wonderful resources that have been vetted and curated to be Catholic and, and faithful to the magisterium of the church that are topics that are relevant to people's lives. And it's, a, it's an endeavor of uh, over 60 apostolates um, have put their content on there. So it's a real piece of collaboration, especially our partnership with Ignatius Press on it as well. Very good. We're live and we're back. This is the wonder of, of uh, live TV, as they used to say. So we're opining about television and, and technological advances and then <laughs> we went down well, it's, hard, it's hard to know is it is it the devil that does these things or is it just bad technology and it just the yeah. glitch yeah Prince of the power of the air man he's he's working something's happening <laughs> all right well uh, appreciate your patience i appreciate all the people watching their patience as well as we do we deal with this this glitch um I'm in this backwoods known as Napa, California, so I'm not quite sure. <laughs> we apparently we don't have advanced technology, and and you're there in Denver, so I'm in the I'm in the Denver Tech Center, so we're built we're built for it. There you go, very good. All right, so you were telling us about uh, the digital platform formed, uh, and I'm going to turn the floor back over to you so you can continue to tell us about it. Sure. So I'll just start over again, just in case I don't know when we broke up, but formed is a digital platform which has over 5,000 pieces of content. So we have movies, we have audiobooks, we have eBooks, we have sacramental prep programs. We have shows that are talking about topics that are relevant in the church today. And it's a collaboration with over 60 apostolates. So it's a great way to get people that may not have the, the kind of microphone to get their message out and to put them in, and profile their, their content. And our, our key partner is uh, Ignatius Press that we're very proud to, to work with on this. 
Yes, well, you know, Ignatius Press and uh, Augustine Institute, we're conspiring to do lots of good things, and we like to work with others. We work with a lot of other apostolates and organizations, so it's not just the two of us. Sometimes people right. say, well, what you know, what, what are you guys doing? You're over there in the corner, but we're not. We, we've got lots of different groups we work with, so uh, it's part yeah. of our overall, uh, you know, ecclesiology of communion, to put a fancy word to it. I love it. I mean, one of the biblical images that comes to mind is when the great catch of fish in Luke chapter four, and Peter has to call over James and John, his business partners, call them over to help them with this great catch. And so that's what it is with apostles coming together is there, there's lots of lots to do in the mission field. Let's work together to get as many you know, people into the kingdom as we can. So let's talk a little bit about the kinds of uh, programming that uh, that Formed has. Give us some examples of, of different kinds of programming, and we'll, we'll we'll explore how it can be utilized. Sure. So one of the things that really going into the summer months as we end this school year that families have enjoyed doing is is watching movies. And so uh, Ignatius Press has a great catalog of movies that are present on the Formed platform. So for example, uh, coming up this weekend uh, on Saturday is the St. Rita of Kasha. And there's a great movie of St. Rita on form that you could just search for Rita and she'll come up. Um, Joan of Arc is at the end of the month and there's a wonderful movie, Joan of Arc, that's on the platform as well. And so if you're wondering, is Formed have something on related to the Saint Day? There's a couple options to discover that. One of those is to go to our leaders site. If you go to leaders.form.org, we have uh, resources for if you work in a parish, if you just volunteer in a parish, or you just want to know more. And right under the resource dropdown is liturgical calendar. If you click on liturgical calendar, you'll see a PDF that lists all the resources, not only movies, but ebooks or audiobooks that are available on form for download related to the saint of the day. So that's, I'd say, that's one great way to use form and utilize form in your own life as a family, especially going into the summer months, is to, to have good trustworthy, curated Catholic content. So somebody might think, okay, I get it. So you've got teaching programs, but you're saying, no, in addition to that, you've got, you know, family, ba- family faith-based entertainment, lives of the saints and things of that sort. Exactly. Um, that's a good balance. That, that's why I led with that because most people think of like, oh, it's a sacramental prep program for baptism or to confession and Eucharist. And we have all those things and we have wonderful resources related to that, but we also have entertainment that is is trustworthy, that you can click on it and you can watch it together as a family. So you have that for grown-ups, but you also have it for kids too. There are, there's some cartoons that are there for kids and some other kids shows where there's human interactions with puppets. And um, we have a show on there that's become very popular recently. It's called Benjamin Cello. And it's, uh, it's done by a Catholic family in Tennessee that's converted. It's almost like a a mix of Mary Poppins and Fred Rogers, but uh, it, kids in elementary school love it. Yeah, so it's got it's got music and and, and singing, music, and all singing, that. dancing, and yep. Yeah, so it's it's good, good, good faith friendly, faith based uh, stuff for kids. We love that. Yeah. So in a, so you said people often think of formed uh, sacramental prep and and things of that sort. Um, that's a very specific sort of faith formation need that is addressed by form, but I think there's also, and and it's not that we don't want to talk about that, we can talk about that, but there are also things on form that are for the, what we could say, the more adventurous, you know, that that maybe we don't necessarily have people, um, uh, you know, categorized yet into sacramental prep, going through a a particular sacramental program, 
Uh, and I'm thinking here of the the search yes. program. Uh, I know there's been a lot of uh, buzz out there because I've seen it on, on social media. Tell us about the search. The search is, a, is the newest program that came out of Augustine Institute Studios. And it's a seven-part series where the, each episode follows the really big questions that people ask in life. Who am I? Why am I here? Do Am I just a speck of dust in the universe? Or is there a God? Does this God have a plan for my life? Is it a plan for happiness? What And these kind of questions that come up in people's lives. So really existential questions that we go through each episode. And it's hosted by Krista Fanick, who's you know, known in the Catholic world for being a very engaging speaker. He's very, very, very interesting. Yeah. yeah, so he's a great host. But we also have people, he's the host, but we have uh, scientists, we have astronauts, we have astrophysicists, um, we have artists. We're bringing all these people into each episode to tell the story of, in an engaging way of, you should ask these questions of yourself if you haven't asked those already, and then point you in the direction of Jesus is the answer to those questions, and finding a place in the church is part of that answer. Um, you, the search is, is fascinating to me. You know, for many years I was involved in apologetics and I've been doing evangelization, and, and oftentimes the resources that we've had available, I won't say they're horrible. Uh, they're, they're, there's a place for them. There's a use for them, but they presuppose an awful lot. And one of the things I like about the search is it doesn't pre, all it presupposes is that you're human and you're able to yes. pay enough attention to, to to watch the show, you know. Exactly, and we have a journal that's available that can, that a companion journal that actually works you through some of the questions that are brought up in the episode. So if you like to do this with a family member, or some people are usually you know some parents are inviting their teenage you know children, let's watch this together as a family, or even their college age students, and let's watch this together and talk about the questions that are raised here. So the journal accompanies that. One of the things I really like about the search is that we have 40 videos. They range from two to seven minutes long. Uh, that's called after the search. And it, what it is, it's questions that we, we ask Google. What are the top 100 questions that people search related to the faith? And so we took the top 40 and we had it, Chris Afanik interview a professor and answer that question. So there are hot takes, if you will. That are, you know, what, what is it, they're hard questions, right? What does the church teach about? gay marriage? What does the church teach about contraception? What does the church teach about these questions that are in the news? And, uh, you know, nice, quick, fast answers to, to talk about that. So related to apologetics. What are some of the other things that are uh, on form now that, you know, might not be the kinds of things that the ordinary person would anticipate? What, you know, a series that we just started is we have a conversation between me and somebody else, usually Taylor Kemp, who works at the Augusta Institute. He's a former major league soccer player for DC United, uh, was had, had a, a career-ending end, injury several years yeah. ago, came and became a student at the graduate school, and now works here at the graduate school and with Formed. And um, he and I have conversations about art, and this series is called Formed Now, so it's conversations, they're about 18 minutes long, and we do different topics that are relevant in the news. So the one I brought up about art is we've been doing certain feast days talking about a piece of art, and the response has been incredible. We just did it as fun. I was blessed to live in Italy for, for uh, five years, so I really got to, to walk around the churches and study the art and get to know some artists. So I thought this would be fun for Easter week. And it's been so popular that people are writing in and asking for more episodes. So we just did one on the Ascension. We have one coming out for Pentecost and Visitation. 
so that's been something that people might not have expected, but have been really uh, very positive in responding to. Now, years ago, their sister Sister Wendy was popular. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think either of you dress up like Sister Wendy. At least I hope not. We we don't dress up like Sister Wendy. She was great. Yes, I I have her art book at home. It's and I enjoy reading it. She was a lot of fun. No, we don't have a we don't have a religious sister, but we do have religious sisters on every once in a while. We don't have our Mother Angelica face, but the Sisters of Life are local here in right. Denver, and so they'll often come in and and uh, talk about vocational discernment and things related to that. I often say, you know, I'm a former nun, which is true. <laughs> Not an N-U-N, but an N-O-N-E, because right. I, I grew up largely unchurched, you know, uh, but um, you converted to Christianity and to Catholicism. But we're talking about a different kind of nun. Different the, type of nun. Yeah. The, the art angle, I mean, I think that's just incredibly important. There's so much, such a rich tradition we have uh, that gets very underutilized, uh, if not, you know, actually kind of dist, you know, sometimes. It's great that you guys are talking about that. It's true. That's what people have said, because unfortunately, we depending where you live in, in the world, you might may or may not be blessed with beautiful art in your own church or even a beautiful church. And we just don't talk about these things anymore. So and we don't have art books on coffee tables anymore to just pick up and, and read on Sunday morning. So we're just trying to expose people to the rich traditions. And that's what Formed is trying to do is is how do we teach the time and all the apostles that are represented on there? How do we teach the timeless truths of the faith to the people living today, the time in which we live? That's 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 the work of the new evangelization that Ignatius Press is key in, that Augustine Institute Graduate School of Theology was founded to to answer as well is, you know, how do we bring the today that we're living in in 2021 into the today, the eternal now, the eternal today of salvation? How do we make those two things, um, those, those two things of, of time meet and how do they uh, inform one another? You mentioned, of course, we've been ducking the issue of sacramental prep because we don't want to fall into the stereotype. This is just a glorified sacramental prep program, which is, first of all, we need sacramental prep programs, glorified or otherwise. Uh, but it's true that formed is so much more. But tell us about how formed can be utilized for the purposes of sacramental prep. Yes. So uh, again, if you if you've not if you're a leader in a parish, you're interested in learning more. Just someone is watching and saying, "Huh, I've never heard of that." If you go to leaders.form.org, it's our site where we've put these resources together. Best practices: how to start a small group. What do you do in a small group? How do you use these programs in your the setting that you want to use it in? But with sacramental prep, we've noticed that we have wonderful people that work in the parish and they work hard. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is not to replace anybody when we make a video program because no one wants to be the person that hits play on the DVD or the minister of the play button. But we want to actually support and supplement and, and help the people that are in the parish doing this kind of work. And so we have parish programs that are related to sacramental uh, preparation. So we have reborn for baptism. So Three series, you know, three part, three half hour series where you go uh, episodes where you go through what does it mean to be baptism? What is baptism? What's a child of God? And what to expect when you go to a baptism? So many parishes will use it, that particular program for parents that are preparing their child for baptism and even the godparents going through just to know do you understand what you're saying yes to? Right. It's not mm-hmm. just you get the uncle that's the cool uncle that gets to be the, the godfather next. It's actually, uh, you have a spiritual role in this child's life. But what we've noticed with these, what we've tried to do with these sacramental prep programs is not only have 
a parish element that helps to support the parish. But parishes are also using programs that we've created to, for those who want to go deeper. So we have a program that we help children prepare for the sacrament of first confession, right? The re reconciliation. We also have a program for the parents. And so many parishes that's called forgiven. And so many parishes are using this as a two-tier approach. So you have the kids watching our sacramental prep program, second grade, preparing for first reconciliation, while the parents are watching at the same time forgiven. And we've had incredible success, testimonies that parish leaders have shared with us of saying, you know what, parents are going back to confession and going back to mass. So we also have a, a, prep, a sacramental preparation program related to the Eucharist. So as your child is preparing for the Eucharist, we have for the parents what's called presence. And again, these are short videos that are done and filmed in you know high quality video, but also told in, told us stories, told in storytelling. In, right. Yeah, storytelling, exactly an engaging way. So you can have the kids learning their sacramental prep. It's being reinforced to the parents at the same time. And then for the parents that are really engaged already, we have something that a series that we call Lexio, which is just a Latin word for reading, but it evokes the kind of Lexio Divina of a sacred reading of scripture in a prayerful, meditative way. So we have Lexio Eucharist with Dr. Brant Petrie. So if you want to really go in depth, you can say, what are the echoes to the Old Testament? And how is that fulfilled and revealed in the New Testament by Christ giving us his body, blood, soul, and divinity? So we try to hit multi-levels of tiers. So the children, the parents, and especially those engaged Catholics, there's something for them on formed as well. We should talk a little bit about the sacramental prep component strategy, because I think it's a brilliant strategy. Of course, you know, you've got somewhat higher, you have parents at a higher level of motivation than perhaps is typical for those parents because they want their kids to get the sacraments. And so they're, if you'll pardon the expression, willing to jump through hoops yes. that they otherwise would say, ah, you know, I don't really need that. Or I'm not really, you know, I'm a Catholic, but I'm, you know, I'm not a crazy Catholic, you know, and all that. Because they're highly motivated, though, they'll do these other things. And oftentimes, as you're describing, they kind of undergo not just uh, an information dump, but a formation moment or even a transformation moment where they undergo kind of conversion. Uh, and I know this is sort of the holy grail for a lot of pastoral agents, you know, pastors and their associates in the parish. You know, they, they want it. Certainly, they want to get the kids and they want to help them grow in their faith, but to be able to get parents as well is is just a wonderful, you know, element of combining this catechesis moment and evangelization. And so yes. it's great that Formed offers that. Right. And and we have testimonies that are available on that website. And we have parish teams that, that can coach you if you're really interested in learning more about how to approach this if you're working a parish. But that is it, that, that the parents are we have one story, especially in the Northwest, that's a testimony on there, where the kids were in Catholic school and some not in Catholic school, but they're all going for first, for first confession followed by first communion. And the parents weren't going to church. The, the kids, even though they're going to Catholic schools, maybe once every four weeks, once a month, the family was actually going to mass together. And wow. that's an alarming wow. statistic that's pretty universal, actually, around the United States. Just because the kid goes to Catholic school doesn't mean he's going to church on Sunday. Right. And so they just encourage, let's try this multi We expect you to go to church. We expect you to go to this program. At the end of the several months of going through the program, every single family was going to church on Sunday. And they had two or three parents that weren't actually baptized Catholics that came into the church as part of RCA and full confirmation. 
Thanks so be to God. It, it works. But, you know, I think one of the things that we, we want to encourage everyone watching to do is that we have to be creative in uh, these touch points that we have with families. And what's a touch point? It's when someone shows up at your door and knocks. You don't have to do anything to, to get them to come to the church. And we have to be super creative in how to get people that aren't in church to come back to church. But think of the person that shows up and says, hey, I'm a godfather. I'm, I've been asked to be a godmother. I need a letter of good standing. Uh, can, can you fill this out for me? Or I want my kid to be baptized. Or I'm about to get married. Right. Uh, what a wonderful opportunity. That's a touch point where they show up at a door without doing anything. They just know this church can offer me something and I need from them. And so we shouldn't be afraid of, you know, the, the, the offering the hoops, if you will. But if you can do this in a creative, if you could present the gospel and why would someone want to get married in the church? What's, why is marriage a sacrament? We have a whole program for those people preparing for marriage that can also be used for, for couples that are, you know, want to strengthen their marriage together um, as well. Um, so we, that's what I think I encourage us to do is, be creative, you know, explore the foreign platform with it. You know, uh, you can have a free seven day trial for your parish doesn't have it. But usually what happens is your parish probably bought you form. They might not just have done a good job of telling you this great gift that you have at your fingertips. But you go to form.org. You can find you can register and sign up and it'll say, I'm a I'm a, I'm a parish. I'm a, I'm a parishioner. And you put your zip code in or the name of your parish and it'll pop up, automatically populate. You put your email in. And you sign in through your email, and then you have access to all these great resources. So it's possible that people watching this may not be aware that their parish already has a form subscription. And uh, it may be that they are aware of it. They thought, well, I, you know, I don't really know what that is, you know, and is it complicated? And But you're saying it's pretty simple. You go to form.org, and you just do a little search, and you can... Yep. Put, put zip code in where you live or where you work and a parish will likely pop up. We have a relationship with over 5,000 parishes in the United States. So your parish probably bought you that wonderful gift. And if you get on there, you're going to see, what am I going to see? You're going to see a carousel with changing images. And those images, if you click on them, are related to the liturgical year. So we've already curated that. So, you know, being a doctorate in theology, I'm thinking liturgically. I'm thinking what's on what are on people's minds? So I work with a team here where we pick that information for you. And uh, we also have a Stripe. So it's going to look like Netflix. It's going to look like Amazon Prime That's when right. you get in there, the streaming platform. And it'll say pick of the week or this week on Formed. And you'll see that we've picked Saint you know, resources for you related to themes going on in the church. Excellent. Well, so um, you talked about parishes that subscribe to form. Is it possible if for whatever reason my parish doesn't have form for me to become a subscriber? It is. So you can sign up and you can you can pay month by month and uh, explore the great resources on there. So that's an option when you sign on to form as well. And we have many, many thousands of people that do that as well. Yeah, I know sometimes people say, well, I like to gift form. Yes. You know, I, I, I get formed, but I wish my kids would get it. They don't get it at their parish. Um, and what you're talking about is an individual subscription is a way of gifting it. Yes. Thank you, Mark, for bringing that up. That's a great gift to give people for a confirmation or for a baptism or just to, you know, parents. You know, one of the, the, I go around and I'm blessed to go around to different parishes and go around the country and speak. I can't tell you how many times the number one question that I get asked when I go on these, the, you know, outside of the walls of the Augustine Institute, it's, I raised my kids Catholic. I did the best I could, but they left the faith. Mm -hmm. What can I do? 
And one of the ways to do that is to give them great resources. And you might have to give them a tour, you know, because they're like, oh, thanks, mom. Thanks, dad. But, you know, like, no, watch this with me. Encourage them to, you know, hey, I'm going to watch this program. Will you do that at least for me? Let's watch the search together. And let's have a conversation. Let's have a Zoom. And if you're not in the same town. And uh, that's a great way for people to talk, families to talk to one another about the faith. So, so formed has digital faith formation content, catechesis, evangelization for the seekers, for the established believers, for the people somewhere in between. Uh, you also have audio content. You people can listen to various Lighthouse Catholic media talks and presentations of that sort. Uh, there are movies. We talked a little bit about uh, some of the movies that are there and other entertainment options, both for adults and teens and kids. Um, there are digital books. There are ebooks there. I know Ignatius Press is one of the you know sources of ebooks. I think Sophia Institute Press has some ebooks there. I don't know all the others. I don't always check out the competition in that regard. But there's a, you know people can download ebooks and then read them as part of their subscription to Formed. So there's a plethora of resources available. What's the future? Where's Form going in the future? Great question. I wanted to mention uh, as you were talking, I just remembered I wanted to share that we have an app. So we have you can re- you can watch Formed on your computer if you sign on, but you can also download the app, free app on um, on your phone. Also Roku and Apple TV. So that's actually how many people wa- like to watch shows. Is put it next to your Netflix, put it next to your Amazon Prime if you're going to pick something, and maybe commit to a you know, Friday night or a Saturday night, we're going to sit together as a family and watch a faith-based film or a faith-based program. Or you can do preparation for the Sunday readings too. That's the other thing. That's exactly right. So we have many scripture programs. That's one of the strengths of the Augusta Institute, I think, is our, our scriptural program that we have. And those professors that teach at our graduate school are teaching in a way that's very relevant for the, the person in the pew um, uh, that you can also find their content on, on Formed. What's the future of uh, Formed? Uh, it's in God's hands, of course, but th- we're celebrating our sixth anniversary. And so wow, it's wonderful to have years. one. Six <laughs> years, isn't it amazing? <laughs> yes. And we've been blessed to have 1.2 people registered on this platform. So I think that's 1.2. 1.2. 1. 1.2 million, right? 1.2 million people on the on the digital platform. That's amazing. So I think it's, it's activating the people that have access to it and, and forming them in the ways that they want to be formed and the way, the way that they, you know, they, trusted content that they can find there. Um, and I think we're just going to see more. We're going to see more shows. <laughs> so we're going to try to get some wonderful trusted Catholic teachers of the faith uh, from different apostolates that are going to be present on, on the platform. So you'll see more shows, especially topics that you're interested in. And if, you're, if there's topics that you'd like to see that you, don't, you haven't found on there, it might be on there. I encourage you to explore. But it might not yet. So let us know if there's a, a show or topics, that, themes that you want us to cover. And We'll really consider that. Well, I know that there's there's a live show the Augusta Institute does, uh, which I think Tim Gray is one of the hosts. And then you do it. What's your show? What's your program? So Tim Gray has the show on Tuesday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern time. It's called the Augustine Institute Show with Dr. Tim Gray, where he interviews somebody that's in doing some great work for the church and gives a great story. Um, and that's available on the platform even off of Tuesdays. But if you want to watch it live, it's Tuesdays at 7 p.m. And then the show that I host is called Formed Now. So it's conversations uh, about art. It's conversations about evangelization and catechesis. There's a show that airs every Friday where I talk about evangelization and catechesis. It's called Formed for Mission. And so we, we go through different texts. We go through different topics. And how do I evangelize with somebody? One of the most popular programs we had was a four-part series 
with Taylor Kemp, who's a millennial, the former soccer player, and I'm not a millennial, I'm Gen X, but it was actually called Evangelizing Millennials. He himself was a convert to the faith, was raised in no Christian denomination, nominal Christian denomination, and he converted to the faith. So we had, what brought you into the faith? And how do we talk to people of your generation uh, about the faith in a relevant way, but also in an engaging way? And so uh, that's been a very popular series on there. So you can search Evangelizing Millennials on that. Uh, Just this week, I interviewed Eric Jenis, who's a musician who goes into prisons and plays piano and plays beautiful music for the prisoners, just brings some piece of humanity and beauty into their life. And he has some incredible stories. So that, that show released on Monday called uh, Prison Ministry and Beauty. So it's been fun for me to, to be in the interview chair and ask people, you know, just give people a platform to talk about what they do. Because we have so many wonderful apostolates that are out there in the field and we just don't get to know them that, you know, to use a biblical image of, from the Old Testament of, you know, Elijah is told by God, I have 7,000 people that haven't bowed to the Baal. You know, I've got people everywhere. And so we want to give a message of hope and light. And that's really what we do in these shows is, you know, how do we promote good things that are happening in the church today? It's so easy to get uh, bogged down by the problems of the world, the problems in the church. And it's not that these are things that we can just ignore. They don't go away by our ignoring them. But we, we don't want to give them undue influence in our lives. And, and formed is a wonderful alternative to uh, just being overwhelmed by the secular bad news and even sometimes the uh, ecclesiastical bad news. Unfortunately, that's the case. But that's what, I, I, as I mentioned before, I did my dissertation on St. Augustine that Augustine was very quick to remind the church that he, of which he was living, like, hey, Jesus promised us there would be bad people in the church. <laughs> uh, so we shouldn't we should despair. We shouldn't accept it, but we got to do our best to grow in our own faith and our own life of virtue as well. Well, Dr. Ben Akers, we thank you for being with us in this discussion. We hope everybody will go out and either subscribe to Formed if they're not already subscribed, get their parish to subscribe to Formed if it's not already subscribed, or at least be watching Formed on a regular basis if they have a subscription, because this is such a wonderful jewel. There are a lot of wonderful other apostolates out there. Some of them actually are collaborating with the Forum Digital Platform, and we're happy to have such a big family of, of people participating. There's so much good available to the church today. Let's take advantage of it and use it not just for our spiritual growth and benefit, but for the spiritual growth and benefit of others. Thank you for being with us today. Thanks for having me. This podcast has been brought to you by Ignatius Press. We encourage you to check out our books and videos at your local Catholic bookstore or wherever else books and videos are sold. You can also sign up to receive special discounts on books and videos at ignatius.com. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. Please like the podcast on the website or app from which you listen to it. And please tell your friends about it. I'm Mark Brumley, and on behalf of everyone at Ignatius Press, Thanks for listening.